Every year on Martin Luther King Day, uh, pretty much a who's who of Springfield comes together at the Wyndham City Center now, the Springfield Hilton, the Forum 30 back in the day, for a breakfast that pays tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King, assesses where we are as a community on the issue of race and equity and justice, usually brings in a spectacular keynote speaker. It is always a remarkable event. And it will go on again this year, but like with many things in our community, it will be in an altered form because of the pandemic. It is always a pleasure to welcome my next guest. Alan Woodson is here, representing Frontiers International, which puts on the annual Martin Luther King Day breakfast here in Springfield to explain how it's going to work this year. Alan, as always, welcome to the program. Great to have you here. Thank you very much, Jim. Good evening to you. Well, I can tell you uh, that this year, and you just mentioned it, our event is going to be virtual, and this is going to be our 46th annual breakfast sponsored by the Springfield Frontiers Club. Now, Alan, before we get into the the details of this, I want to start from the beginning on this, and we'll let everybody know exactly how they can access and participate in in the breakfast virtually this year. So so stick around for that. But I want you to take us back to the beginning. First of all, explain what is Frontiers International and how this Martin Luther King Day breakfast came about all the way back in the uh, 1970s. Well, the Frontiers International is a... uh, uh, international group, and uh, the Springfield uh, Club has been in business for 68 years, Jim. And one of the uh, projects, or our main project that we focus on, are our youth. And we have two youth groups, uh, the Positive Youth Development Group, those are 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, and our Junior Frontiers organization, our high schoolers, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th graders. And both of those uh, groups focus on citizenship, scholastics, uh, leadership, and community service. And I like to always mention that, Jim, because the Frontiers are a service club. We're not a social club, and we focus on our youth because we think that it, that is probably our our most precious asset. And if we can get the youth set up right, then it means the future looks bright. So that's really our focus. You know, it's a great event every year, and you see lots of young men and women participating in it. Uh, they they always do such a, a remarkable job, uh, and, and you see the next generation of leaders uh, coming out of the young people uh, that participate in this event every year. And as I said, it, it brings the whole community together. Mayors, law enforcement, politicians of all stripes uh, come together for this event every year. But obviously, like uh, much of uh, of everything else in our community right now, we can't do things exactly the same way because of the pandemic. Right. Right. So, so, so how do you do this breakfast with... in that situation? Well, what we're going to do this year is do it virtually. And, <clears throat> pardon me, if uh, people can access it by going to Access Channel 4 or the Government Channel 18, or they can hook up through the Illinois uh, Springfield YouTube page. And that way they'll be able to... Uh, the program and this year jim unlike in past years the program is going to start at 10 a.m we've had people accustomed to getting up at 7 30 a.m but this year it's going to be 10 o'clock a.m 
You know, uh, this was, again, obviously a breakfast and a gathering here, uh, and, and people would, would pay to come for the meal and everything. I always assumed it was a fundraiser for Frontiers International. Uh, what is having to do this virtually, just putting it online, streaming it, what does that do as far as uh, the uh, the impact on, on the club and your uh, your activities and your functions in the year to come? Well, it's going to, it's going to uh, uh, cause us uh, some concern about how we can raise those dollars that we normally would get from, from the breakfast proceeds for our, for our youth programs. But I, I can tell you this much, that uh, we're asking people if they would be so inclined, if they would send us contributions in lieu of, you know, monies that we otherwise would have realized at the breakfast, and they can send those contributions to the uh, Springfield Frontiers Club at P.O. Box 3522. Springfield 62708, and that way we can apply those dollars uh, towards the program. We also have, during the year, Jim, an annual golf tournament, and so between the breakfast and the golf tournament, that's where our proceeds go. And I should mention to you, Jim, too, that we have two scholarship programs that we focus on to help fund these programs. Uh, One is the J.D. Washington program that provides a $2,000 scholarship to uh, young people going off in their first year of school. And we also have the Dr. James Forrestal Scholarship, and we give away 10 of those at uh, $750 each year, so that's $7,500 right there. So um, we're trying to, as I said, literally invest in our young people, and with the help of the community, that's exactly what we intend to do and will continue to do. We'll give that P.O. Box uh, number again here in, in just a moment if people would like to support this. It is, again, a wonderful uh, civic organization. It does so much for young people here. But it's also uh, an organization through this annual breakfast uh, that has really opened a lot of eyes over the years. I have been there in person to witness some absolutely stirring keynote addresses over the years so who will be the the keynote speaker for the virtual address uh, and virtual event this year he's a minister he is the reverend dr melvin charles smith he is the pastor of mount moriah east baptist church in memphis tennessee and a portion of reverend smith's remarks are going to address his experience as a citizen down in memphis during the days surrounding dr king's assassination back in april of 1968 uh, he's a really good speaker. He's been pre-recorded, so uh, we're hoping that we won't have any technical difficulties, Jim, in making sure that the people hear his message. But you're so right. We have had any number of great speakers to, uh, you know, kind of prick the conscience of, of, of our city and to let them know that when you know better, you can do better. And so we're hoping that uh, Pastor Smith will continue along that tradition of great speakers, which by the way, Jim includes uh, Rosa Parks, and it doesn't get any better than that. No, no, uh, of, you know history. You know, again, it, it's a storied history for this event. Uh, Fifty-three years we're approaching uh, since the assassination of Dr. King, and you've had so many people over the years who've worked directly with him, or again were there uh, in Memphis at the time of his death. Uh, and you know, this is a, a, a link to that history that has been, you know, as I said, just really stirring and important for for people in, in the modern age to to hear. You know, and Alan, we are we are coming off a, a difficult year in this country in terms of race relations and the demonstrations we saw all last year. For, from your perspective, as Martin Luther King Day arrives on Monday, where are we now as a community, as a nation, and, and where do you see us heading in this year to come? Well, Jim, I, I'm thinking we have nowhere to go but up. Uh, we certainly have seen a decline in, in the uh, 
relations between the races here in in our country, all of the uh, civil unrest that has occurred uh, as a result of uh, police brutality in in some communities and just outright racism in other communities. And if Dr. King were here, I can certainly think, Jim, that he would say, listen, we can do better. We want to have to have a reset and go back and remember why it is that we're all here in the United States of America. And the key word there, Jim, is United States of America. We're not the divided states of America, as really is what the situation seems to be today. So we're hoping that in our own little small way here in Springfield, and hopefully across the country, people will use Dr. King's uh, birthday upcoming next Monday as a way to reflect on what we ought to be doing and how we can do better once we know better. And Springfield Club here is going to try to do our part, especially when you think, uh, Jim, that we're right here in President Lincoln's hometown. And who better symbolizes, you know, what can be done if you focus on doing better. So, Alan Woodson, one more time, uh, where will people, first of all, find the virtual Martin Luther King Day breakfast on Monday? Okay, they will find it on Access Channel 4, the Government Channel 18, or on the Illinois Springfield YouTube page at 10 o'clock on Monday. Uh, And again, uh, if you are in Springfield, those channels are on the cable system, but you can also find them online through the City of Springfield website or, as you noted, the uh, the city's YouTube page uh, to find that 10 a.m. on Monday. And again, it is free to watch and to be a part of that. You also mentioned a P.O. box where people could send their donations to support Frontiers International in lieu of attending uh, the breakfast this year. Give us that address one more time. Yes. P.O. box 3522. Springfield, 62708. For Frontiers International here in Springfield, and again, uh, well over uh, now, uh, you said this is the 43rd? 40. 46. 46th uh, annual event. So uh, a a long, long time and a long storied history in our community and this very important event that will still go on this year in a virtual format. Alan Woodson, Frontiers International. Thanks as always for the time. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Jim. Take care.